Welcome back to Noble Sports. I'm here with my two co-hosts, Kyle Huff and Wes Noble, and I'm your host, Nick Noble. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Breathitt football today. A lot's been going on. Kyle's been gone for a week enjoying his honeymoon. I about said bachelor party, honeymoon. Newly newly married Kyle Huff to the wonderful Caitlin Kohler. I guess Caitlin Huff now, right? That's right. Um, I want to give a shout-out to our sponsors first of all. we got a few new sponsors to talk about. Thanks, Cars Fork Marina. If uh, you've got a boat and you need a place to float, look no further than Cars Fork Marina. Ask for Frank, Bobby, or my boy Roy, the best marina trio in the business. So, Wes, Breathitt, you know, we did this two weeks ago, and they're just coming off a big win against Hazard. I wish we had done this the week that they beat Hazard. Unfortunately, next, the week after that, they lost to Perry. You know, you had them going undefeated early on in the year. What's your thoughts so far with Breathitt? Like, how do you see the season going from here on out? What did you think about the Hazard game, and then what did you think about the Perry game? Because you went to, to both games. Yes. Yeah, I was present. <laughs> Kyle just got stung by a bee, I think. Uh, yeah, I was there at both games. I'll start off first with the Hazard game. Uh, it was a good win. Uh, great, great win. Great win. Great win in the Honey Bowl, especially. It's always good to win on the Honey Bowl. Mm-hmm. Hazard's got a good team, and, you know, Breathitt, Breathitt really impressed me. Uh, I thought they did a good job with Johnson, the running back for Hazard. You held know, him to 50 yards. Held him to 50 yards, which is really – I am very impressed with the – Linebackers from Breathitt, they roam all over the field. They're everywhere. Corey, Corey um, Combs, and Gibson. They, they, and all the whole defense really played a good job against them. And um, you know, they really, the quarterback did a good job uh, with his legs. You know, uh, running the ball. That, that seemed like to be the game plan. Give him, let him run instead of throw. But uh, you know, it was a good win. Uh, Perry game. We had them, and we let them off the hook. They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. I thought I thought Breathitt, you'd probably get mad at me, Nick, but I thought Breathitt was a better team that night. No arguments here. If Matt Robinson was here, he might say something different. I kind of agree with you. Breathitt, they were driving there towards the end of the game, had it, you know, on what, the 15, and then they get that holding penalty, and then they run another a running play, and they get stopped. And then I don't know why they didn't throw it after that. You know, Sperry was killing them. Like, why didn't they try to get Sperry out in the open field, just throw it to him, let him run a little bit. But, you know, we can't get over the streak. They so can't let, get over the hump. Let me ask me. you this. If Perry played Breathitt again, Perry's favored by three. Uh, who are you taking to win? Where's it at? It's at Perry again. I think you got to go with Perry, right? They just – did they cover? They covered three. No, they didn't cover three last time. It was two. It was two. But I mean, well, that being said, I guess you take, you take the points and you take Breathitt. Breathitt looked like the better team. I mean, I hate to say it. I think if it, the game was played ten times, Breathitt wins six to seven. They just happened to come up short that night. What is coming out of Nick's mouth right now? He's foaming. <laughs> He's foaming. I've been working hard today, boys. I don't know what you tell him. He's weed eating. He needs to get Dole Turner on the phone. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, I got a text message right after, like, as soon as the game was over, Matt Robinson texted me. So, shout out, Matt. Said the streak continues. But we had you all. We had you right on the ropes, but we let you off the hook. But, I mean, Perry, Perry, I thought their quarterback can throw the ball. Like, uh, Kaiser. Kaiser from Knott County, he can throw the ball. I thought that's what they, they should have, like, aired it out a little bit more. I thought Breathitt was doing good run defense, but pass was, like, I mean, they was getting 10 yards of pop every time they threw it. But, uh, there's always next year. We'll get them next year. 
But 20, uh, how, how long has it been? What, what's, what's the streak? Um, it'll officially be 20 years next year. Brethren hasn't beat Perry since 2003. That's a long time. That's a long time. Uh, that's a long time. That's, uh, Jacob Hunley days, maybe? That's after Haddock's, 02's Haddock's. Mm, I guess so. So it's probably Hunley versus it was probably Hunley versus Al Holland Jr. Mm-hmm. Probably. We're vacating that year. Huff beat us because he he was one of our own. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, congratulations, Perry. They, I mean, they they did what they had to do to win. So you know, but I wish Brethet could have got them. Shout out, Matt Robinson. So newly ranked in the top ten of four A uh, Perry Central Commodores. Kyle, what was your takes on the game? I don't know if you got to watch. Did you get to watch it? I watched the last drive, actually. Okay, so we're not going to ask you your take on the game. I just want to know what your hopes are for Brethren and Perry going forward. You know, Perry's in that tough region with Letcher and then Johnson Central. They got both those teams coming up. Letcher, they just lost to Hazard on like a last-second heave. Landon Smith came up with a big catch. Do you think if Perry was in a different uh, region or if they moved down to 3A, would they be like a a juggernaut in 3A? Or do you think they just need – to get out of Johnson Central's region. No, I think – well, I mean, it's not just Johnson Central. Like, you know, everybody's got more students. They're more talented, I guess you could say. Uh, if Perry had been 3A the last 20 years, they would have they would have been in a few state championships, I think. Or, you know, re- they'd won some regional titles. That The, the 4A, 5A stuff is, is a difference for sure. Uh but you asked me my thoughts on the Letcher and Perry. I think Perry beats Letcher. Hazard beat Letcher. Perry's definitely better than Hazard. Ooh, that, was, that was my next question. Was 100%. 100%. Perry. I know Matt says they shouldn't play. This would be an awesome week to see Hazard versus Perry if they played during the black gold every week. Oh, that would be – it would be great. Matt says they shouldn't play because – and he makes a good argument is because Perry's 4A, Hazard's 1A. Perry's supposed to beat Hazard just because of those reasons right there. But it is a big rivalry. You know, in basketball and baseball, they're both – those games are packed out. I think we would all love to see it. What do you think? Do you think they should play for the Black Gold every year, the Black Gold Bowl, Hazard versus Perry? Yeah, I think it would be cool. Be a big uh, money. I mean, you schools both make a lot of money or whoever was hosting or whatever. Uh, but he is right. The 4A, the 1A, is, it is a difference, you know. Uh, well, let's say Perry beats – they're, I think they're better than Hazard. Let's say they played, they beat them. Hazard could go win a state title. Perry could be, get beat out first round because of the different uh, classes and talent and students and w- whatnot. So it really does make a difference. Uh, but I did. We did watch Letcher Hazard a little bit, and uh, it was sloppy the first two quarters and. We didn't get a finish, it, but we heard, you know, what what obviously had happened. But uh, Letcher, I think Bretha, I think Bretha beats Letcher. Actually, I do. So there you have it. Heard it here first from Perry's finest all-time passing leader, Kyle Huff. I personally would love to see the Hazard Perry rivalry come back in football. I think all the fans would, but I, I'm I'm pretty sure most of the players would understand if you're on the other side of that and you think, you know, we're supposed to beat them. But maybe going forward, that'll come back. Making her first appearance on the podcast, whoop, whoop, Kelly whoop, Catherine whoop, Patrick. Whoop, whoop. Kelly, come over here. We got a question for you. Phoenix, you too. Just oh, wake, woke up from a nap. Kelly, so we're talking about Hazard versus Perry. This is the week of the black gold. Oh, no. <laughs> Who do you do? Would you like to see a Hazard versus Perry football game? Yes or no? Yes. Who do you think would win that game? Hazard. Oh, that's funny because we, we all just told why Perry would win being the bigger school. 
what's your thoughts on Hazard's win last week, Hazard versus Letcher? And what's your thoughts on Hazard versus Brethet? Because, I mean, Brethet obviously pulled out the victory. I know your brother-in-law, John Davidson, wasn't happy with the result. What do you think? It was a good game. You got to speak up. <laughs> I don't have anything to say. You've watched you've watched a lot of Brethet games this year because I've made you, so you should have a I good think, opinion. I mean, I still think Hazard's better. Well, clearly you're wrong because Hazard wrong. lost. That being said, I did talk to a referee this past week who said Hazard would have won had they not lost their the center, the center who got kicked out in the first. There's, al- there's always would have, could have, should have. Could have, would have, should have. If if and buts were candy, every day would be Halloween. So <laughs> that is that is absolutely true. West finer, uh, finer line has never been said. So Catherine, it is. You don't want to be on it anymore. What is it like working at Roy G. Eversall? It's great, you know, every teacher's dream. You want to give a shout-out to Kyle's wonderful wife, Caitlin? They're just newlyweds, and they just got back from Granada. Hey, Caitlin, I wish you were here. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Making her first time appearance on the podcast for the world to know. Kelly Catherine Patrick, y'all, the wonderful. And Big, Big, Big P. P. Nothing to say. He's, too, he's a little shy. We, we're, at this time, we want to give a shout-out to our other uh, sponsor, Bobby D. Trucking. If you've got trees or logs that you need hauled, then look no further than Bobby D. Huff, best log hauler in the business. Been hauling logs since the 90s, so he knows trees better than Kyle knows beads. Shout-out Bobby <laughs> D. Trucking. Okay, so speaking, let's go back to the Breathit versus, Breathit versus Hazard. Kyle... Well, actually, we'll go to you, Wes. What do you – What? let's assume quarterback is the most important position on the football field. Correct. Hazard lost their center in the first first quarter, really. Bryce I, – I, you skipped over Bryce. Bryce had a great game. Oh, I yeah, thought yeah, Bryce, Bryce – Bryce, he, he clogged up some gaps, and he was playing, playing great. Bryce was probably the MVP of that game. Like, no joke, going back and watching the – like, watching the game, you don't really pay attention to the offense, defensive line. Bryce was – all over, like I mean, they took like three guys to like triple team him there, and he he did a good job. I mean, if you mess with someone so bad that he gets kicked out the first quarter, then obviously you're doing something right. Bryce was a man amongst boys out there. I think we talked about it before uh, the Breath at Hazard game. We said Bryce can kill this kid, and he went out and did it. He, he you know, literally got him kicked out there. Like, like first put it, quarter. <laughs> put his money where his mouth is. Bryce Hoskins, a man amongst boys, had a good game against Perry. Obviously, you know, the result wasn't what we wanted, but Bryce was the difference. He has been the difference maker the last two games. Yeah, I think Breath's defense is great. They got uh, – you got Bryce, uh, you got big Corey Combs, the Robinson kid, you got uh, Tincher, and they – they uh, I thought they dominated. Like Hazard scored on a kickoff. Mm-hmm. They scored on a fumble recovery, and that was two of their touchdowns right there. So you could say what ifs, this, that, and the other, you know. But, yeah, I mean, you know. But uh, I think Breathitt's defense has really impressed me so far this year. And the offense was a little slower against Hazard, but uh, they got it going a little bit for sure. I think the offense the last two games have taken a step back. Obviously, Sperry's had a couple good games. They need to get back with Cade Bowling running the ball and the Tyler Bryant airing it out a little bit. Hopefully we get right this week against Letcher. That'll be a big game coming up. But, Wes, let's get back to you. Most important position on a football field as a quarterback. What would you say is the second most important position? As a collective, I'd say it's offensive line. That's not a position. It's all of them. Unit, every single one of them. Well, well, uh, I was I thinking think, center, 
you know, maybe your best offensive player. Like, obviously, if Hazard lost Max Johnson, they'd be in big trouble. I think if Brethett, if they lost Sperry, they would still have success. Obviously, they won their first game without Sperry, even though it was against McGoffin, who I'm not sure has won a game since. I think they might be one and three. Um, but would you say it's center, offensive tackle, running back, wide receiver? What's your pick? I would go offensive line, but since that's <laughs> off the table, uh, I guess it's your best playmaker. And I think the best playmaker for Brethett is probably Austin Sperry. He, uh, any moment he can just take 40 yards right there, take it to the house if he wanted to. So I, I go with, uh, I guess it varies between team to team. Like if you're a running team, you want your running back. If you're a throwing team, you want your wide receiver. But I, for Brethett, I think it's Sperry. I thought they should have, like, I agree with you, I thought they should have tried to get him the ball more, like second half especially. I would, uh, I would throw a few fades to him, I believe. Just yeah, as athletic as he, as he is, you know. But also a fade's also – it's somewhat risky because it's a 50-50 ball a lot of times unless your quarterback can place it to where only, say, Sperry could get it, you know, back shoulder, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, they should probably lob it up to Sperry a little bit more, let him go get it with athletic ability. Now – Terry's had two games with back to two back to back games with a hundred yard performances. Did you see what the Prairie Central coach like after Spray made a catch? He kind of said something to him. Did you talk to him after that? No, I haven't. I haven't. I have no idea what he said to him. You had one one job this week, Kyle, and you haven't pulled through. But anyway, we got time for that. That was today. You gave me that job today. I, I haven't talked to nobody. <laughs> you get up, hit up your sister in law. Somebody, anybody. He's been back, boys, tons of time. Who you? Whose team are you on? Anyway. So my opinion, I think the most second most important position would probably be the center. They're like the leader of the offensive line. I know West is going with the whole offensive line. I think center, you clearly – we saw what happened with Hazard. They lost their center in the second quarter. was just a debacle. They couldn't do anything. I think they was hocking it from like the five-yard – their own five-yard line for, you know, entire the entirety of the second quarter. Um, let's move on. We'll just go through the games this week. We got Breathitt versus Letcher, obviously probably the game of the week. Wes, what's your predictions? I know you predicted us to go 8-0, 9-0, however many it was. Do you think Breathitt – bounces back or does Letcher bounce back after a hard-fought loss at Hazard last week you know uh, me and Huff was just watching the film a while ago and uh, Hazard Hazard put it on them early and I guess it was 20 20 nothing 28 oh they were up about 20 I don't know if it's 28 uh it's 20 nothing Letcher made a comeback but uh where's this game at is that Letcher at Letcher, you know, uh, Letcher's got a good team. Don't really believe in the athletes there, as you all well know probably by now. Nothing against kids or the parents or anything, but I don't know how Letcher – Letcher should be, like, competing for state titles, I feel like, for all the kids they got. But uh, anyway, I'm taking breath it. Uh, I think last week was a hiccup. They're going to – Watch the film. They're going to get it together. They they know what they got to do. Stick to the game plan. The their defense is really good, ain't it, Phoenix? Phoenix knows defense. Phoenix Phoenix, Phoenix knows defense when he sees it. He knows Breathitt's got a good one. So I guess I'm I'm gonna go Breathitt in a defensive battle. Twenty seven, twenty one, Breathitt. Okay. Okay. Twenty seven, twenty one, Mister Extra Point. Mm. Interesting prediction. I assumed Wes was picking Brethett to win. Kyle, what's your prediction? Brethett versus Letcher. It's at Letcher, right? At Letcher. Don't matter. Makes no difference. Defense travels. 
don't matter. Defense does travel, and that's what Breathitt's got going for him for the most part. I'm actually taking Breathitt two touchdowns in this one. 35-21. Well, unless, I don't know, field goals is a – it's hard to say that in high school. Let's say, all right, 34-21. That's my prediction. Uh, yeah. Not so fast, my friend. I think both of y'all are wrong. Letcher, I thought on the schedule this would be Breathitt's toughest game. Obviously, I think coming off a loss, they will be locked in. But Letcher, in my opinion, is better than uh, Perry. I know they lost last week at Hazard. No, they're not. That's my opinion. Okay. I mean, you can take it where you want. I think if Matt Robinson was here, he'd tell you the same. I'm taking Letcher. I think uh, they ride the ship, and like Breathitt loses a hard-fought game. Going 28-21, um, Letcher. Now, let's go back. I skipped over some things I wanted to get to. What was Max Pelfrey's IG post about? Did you – because you all talk – you talked to Perry about that. You know, Max Pelfrey before the Hazard game. Oh, he's just he, talking smack to Talking him. smack to Perry. But, I mean, Sperry's the one guy I wouldn't be talking smack to. Like, I mean, Max Pelfrey – and he showed up and played. I think he had, like, at least one interception and just threw one touchdown. They locked him down. So, what what was it about? Like, why would you call out Sperry before that game? What was your thoughts, Kyle? Uh, I mean, uh, I like some good trash talking. But uh, – yeah, I mean, I think that's I, – like I said, I like some good trash talk before a game, and I don't really know what it was about in general, but he did, like, make some Instagram posts about him, like calling him out, saying he was his baby or something. I, I don't uh, understand it. I don't like, either. That's that's not good smack talk, but uh, that's – I mean, that's cool. If you're going to talk trash, everybody needs to know what you're talking about, make it make sense, and it still doesn't make sense in my head. We got big Jordan Bellamy listening right now, by oh, the way, folks. We have to let Bellamy come on on the show. I know he's got some good stuff to say. Honestly, Jordan would be the best person to bring on the show and let him just talk, say what we wait, can't wait. say. Because he would probably tell it like it is because we you know, try to keep it PG sometimes. Jordan would tell you if you need to like, step up and play better. That's why whenever we were trying out to be like the Breathitt uh, High School basketball coach, I wanted Jordan because he would be our uh, Wayne Morris. be like, I can't believe y'all just lost to Buckhorn. So, Jordan, if you can uh, hear us right now, won't you? Can, what, do you got anything to say for the No Bull Sports Podcast? I don't know. He, he, he's, not, he's not on here right now. I invited him, but uh, let's see here. Invite to speak. Uh, he's just listening right now, but he might come on eventually. We might bring him on this week, boys. I think I'm going to bring Jordan down. We're going to win that uh, cornhole tournament, boys. I told Robbie, because uh, I wanted to get two teams. The goal was to have Kyle and, Kyle and Jordan and me and Robbie, and then maybe we both win and we make it in. And we make it in. You were going to come and be like the cheer man, because I know I'm going to have to teach you how to play cornhole, because I watch you play and you look like you're bowling. I think if I could like coach you up a little bit, you can well, get good. He, he ain't too bad. He, 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 got, a fun, he got some funny form. But that, that's the issue right there. He needs to get it, the form down. You know, he's pretty decent. That's why we're going to get the form down and get him back, get him locked in. But uh, Wes was going to come and be like that guy down there talking trash because you had to come. You know we're not going to go without you, whether you play or not. So, anyway, we might have brought your girlfriend down. You could have come and played with her, showed her how it's done. Anyway, also another play I wanted to get to, Braxton the Snake Terry, a.k.a. Golden Toe. Uh-oh. Lock up. Uh-oh, boy. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, that be said. Anyway, Braxton, the snake, Terry, Golden Toe. The, he might be my favorite kicker of all time. I mean, I know he missed the kick last week against Perry, but before then, he on kickoff, he would kick the ball and go down and make the tackle. Dude is just a beast out there. Like, he might be the Big Terry, ba- big Terry the baddest kicker I've ever seen. Shout out to boy Hunter. I don't know. Put him against Hunter. Who would you take, Wes? Well, I threw, I threw Hunter underneath the bus this week, so I'm going with Hunter this week. Oh, Wes taking Hunter over Jake uh, Braxton, the snake. 
It'd be a dog fight between them two. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, I mean, Hunter's a great kicker too. But, uh, Braxton's a good defensive player also. He, I mean, I, he, he's got in quite a bit on defense, and he, he's a – in the JV games, I've seen he had like two picks the other day and for, returned for touchdowns. But uh, he's a hardcore, you know, defensive player. He don't care to get in there and hit somebody. Mm-hmm. I like him. He's rough. I think he's going to be a star next year on the defense. When they have him, Corey Combs out there, they will be tough. Like, Bradley's going to be good for years They're to young. come. They're young. Wait. I mean, they, they, they got – they got a lot of young players right now, and uh, I think the future's bright for them. They'll have a lot of talent coming back next year. So, yeah, next year, I think, if assuming LCA, they can still contend with them, like the Brethren will be one of the contenders again next year. Currently ranked seventh, which doesn't I don't really make doesn't really make sense. We only lost one game. I saw they really haven't moved in the rankings. They started out at seventh. They're currently seventh. Middlesbrough fell, and Metcalf County moved up. But I guess rankings don't really matter because Brethren will only have to play probably two of those teams, and then they get Middlesbrough. Uh, in two Middlesbrough. weeks. They do. I watched them play Hazard. They look kind of soft. We'll talk about that one coming up. Uh, Hazard's off this week. Uh, we got PCC versus Powell for the Black Gold Bowl. Wes, what's your predictions? I mean, this is – listen, uh, I love all the Powell County fans that listen, tune in. We got the, a bunch. We, uh, we, got a bunch. we got a whole lot of y'all. But uh, Perry, Perry's going to win this one. Probably going. Is this this is a black gold? Only, this, ga- only game because Hazard's off this week. Because like that's why I said you know Hazard versus Perry needs to be this week. Th- it needs to be the black gold bow. Like what are we doing here, guys? Like they they can play. I don't care what Matt Robinson says. <laughs> I like Matt, but he's wrong about that. Hey, they need to play each other. That'd be awesome. That'd be great for the fans. Great for the students. Great for everybody. You know, I, I just wish they'd play each other. And I'm taking Perry. When we get our start getting our shirts made, we're gonna have a shirt that says "Sorry, Matt, you're wrong. Mama's right." <laughs> with, with Kyle Huff's picture on it. Uh, if if Perry was favored by thirty, and I had to bet this game, I would take Perry to cover. Perry by thirty. Perry by thirty. You heard it here first, boys. Kyle giving Powell no love. No. The, the final game of the week, Estel. Oh, because yeah, uh, Leslie's off, and Estel, I think the only team in the 14th region left playing. Estel gets Harris County. Harris County currently one and three. They're four A school. Kyle, I'll let you go first. So you got Estill versus Harrison County. Uh, I don't know anything about Harrison County, but uh, Estill's actually normally pretty decent at football, but they was in 3A when they was decent at football. So 4A is different. Uh, they always ran a wishbone offense. Don't know if they still run a wishbone offense. I'm taking Harrison County. Heard their first was Harrison County 1-3 and three coming into Estill County taking the win, according to Kyle. Wes, what's your predictions? I don't know where Harrison County is. Cynthia. Uh, I thought that Kyle, Bourbon? No, no, no it's, I Paris. Bourbon's its own county. Yeah, Harrison's its own county. Uh, <laughs> what, what's Estel's record? We well, can look it up. I don't I, know I, myself. I, I, I think they're three I, and one. I'm taking. They definitely I'm, beat Powell and they won their second game. Then they lost because I had it on here. They lost to East Carter. And I don't know what they did last week, but okay. they're, they're at least two and one. Harrison. Well, boys, a couple of 14 region haters are here. I'm gonna go Estel just because Estel's not 14th. We 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 shunned them out of here. They're, they're, they're still still 14th, boys. Y'all got to give love to the no, our Eastern – they be our Western fans, our Westernist Western, team, most Western team. West, yep. Yeah. They're the West. Northwestern. They're, they're Northwestern. They're the no, – they are Northwestern. Good call. That's what we'll call. They're the Northwestern of uh, of the 14th. Best band in the region, they do hands have down. Good band. They do have a good band. And they got a cool mascot, Engineers, Railroad. What's the coolest mascot in the 14th? Mmm. Yeah, I mean, my, I would say Estel myself, but I'm just – I like trains. 
that's that's the most unique by far. Like Bob, well, I like Bobcat Bulldog. That's every other team is like a bulldog. I, they, uh, well, uh, Breath had signed when they played Hazard should have been, uh, what's that saying? The, the bulldog. Don't let that bulldog mouth override that puppy dog. <laughs> That's a Jordan end. Bellamy shout out right there. That's a Jordan Bellamy line I've ever heard one. But uh, yeah, I think Engineer is definitely probably the best mascot. It doesn't change anything. They're still, you know, I mean they are a contender. They were second region, uh, regional runner up last year in basketball, football. They're coming up. Got the great Brian Hall. What's his name? Brian Hall. Yeah. Brian Hall basketball coach. So we'll see how they are this year in basketball. Um, all right, moving on. I want to give a shout out to our final uh, sponsor. Shout out Kelsey's on Main. Best restaurant per hour in the nation. If you've got a hunch for Sunday brunch, look no further than Kelsey's on Main. Only open on Sundays. Actually, I also want to give a shout out to Kelsey. Um, you know, I thought she was in charge of the Honey Festival. Maybe I four H corn dogs. Honey sure. Festival. I, I'm pretty sure she runs the corn dog four H booth. I'm shocked she so. does. Okay, well maybe she doesn't. I don't think I've ever seen her at the corn dog four H. Maybe I don't know, I, but I, I don't. I, I can't recall. Oh, you, you have seen her. You've seen um, her there, person. I'm. Thirty-five percent sure I seen her there. Thirty-five <laughs> percent of the time, Wes has seen her there every time. Anyway, Kelsey is Kelsey's on Main is not in charge of the Honey Festival, so we threw her under the bus. Want to give her give credit where credit's due. It is not her fault that the Honey Festival was not put on this year. Maybe next year when she's the Breathitt County Mayor, the show will go on. But anyway, well, her, her uh, aunt's the mayor. All right, well we're not running around out of business. Kelsey's on Main can do whatever she wants. Great lady, great food, great restaurant. If you've got a hunch for Sunday brunch, look no further than Kelsey's on Main. This is the last time it's free, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from here on out, boys, we need want to see our uh, sponsors pay up. Anyway, um, all right, moving on. Kyle, you played in a lot of football games. We hear all these old-timers talk about the best football weather. What would you say is officially football weather? Uh, about 65. To, yeah, probably 65 degrees where it's kind of – you walk it like I can kind of feel it. Like when I walk outside, I walk out my door sometimes in the mornings. I'm like, this is football weather. Every every time I feel that like cold brisk on me, you know, of air, I'm like, this is football weather. So probably like 65. I hate like 30. Or and uh, the the heat don't really bother me, but I don't consider that football weather because there's only like uh, two games in the like extreme heat, you know. Wes, what's your take? Best football weather? I actually wanted to hear what your take was. Oh, you want me to go first? Let me tell you something. As soon as it's – if it's raining outside and it's, like, below 40, I don't even want to play. Like, I'm just like, you know what? Y'all can put someone else out there, wide receiver, to block. Uh, I agree. I, I hate that. Like, yeah, there's no point. Me, like, that. every football game from now on should be in a dome. They should, like no, – yes, they no, should. I don't care what no, you say. Green no, Bay should be in a dome. No, Buffalo should be in a dome. Green Bay, Green Bay would hate to be in a dome. That's, like, part of the – I mean, that's – That's tradition. That's, there's a reason that. Green Bay has only won one – Super Bowl under with Aaron Rodgers because they play in horrible weather and also Aaron Rodgers chokes. That being well, yeah, said, that's that's the reason. I think because of weather. It's because of weather. They played a game and it was like negative ten. Like I saw a guy drinking his drink and it was like a slushy. Like it froze when after he bought it. That being said, he might have he might have just bought a slushy. Maybe he did. It didn't. Look, it wasn't in a slushy can. I'll tell you that much. I got you. Um, Chicago played a game last week. Okay, yeah. Okay. In a monsoon. Would you say that's football weather? No, that. It's got to be like 20 degrees 
the frozen tundra. You don't like the frozen tundra? Like, I, no. I strongly disagree with the dome part. That, that, that's terrible. I mean, that's just – might as well just play flag. Here, here's the issue. You don't play fantasy football, so you don't understand. Like, I want my guys to score. Like, that's what it comes down to. And, I, and like, I'm big on – like, I don't want – if they're playing in a, in a monsoon, like, I don't want to play these guys. They ain't going to do anything. That's why – and also, Buffalo, they have this great offense. They don't do much in when it's, like, snowing outside. They played a game against New England in a daggone blizzard. They're already on my team. I can't control the weather. Like, Josh Allen's a great player. If I can get him, I want him. That being said, why they're building a new stadium. Why didn't they build a dome? They should have built the dome. No. No No dome. Hey, Matt Ronson's a Green Bay Packers fan. We should ask him what what his thought is on it. You know, he's he's always been a Green Bay Packers fan, so he can can, – finalize this issue here we've lost trey we might have to bring on matt robson part-time see what he's doing like i mean i i'm sure i know football basketball he's a father of two he's pretty busy i know i mean i understand but we got all these like interesting takes we need to be able to call up matt at any time maybe we'll do this on zoom from here on out like old pat mcafee and we'll have a uh who's what's his clay what's clay matthews matt can be our clay matthews uh, aj hawk aj hawk you're right aj hawk matt can be our aj hawk of the Noble Sports Podcast. What's your take? Best football weather? You know, me and Kyle agreed, like, you walk outside in, like, the fall, it's, like, 65 degrees, you just you can just smell football weather. But actually, like, foot, when I think of football weather, I think of, like, frozen tundra, negative 10 degrees, snow on the ground. That's football weather. That's what Rick Stacy like, drilled in my brain when I was at breath. Every time it was, like, freezing outside, he said, this is football weather. I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna, we're going to agree to disagree. This is right now as good as it's going to get for football players. Like if you're an, if you're a skill player, I mean, if you're on the line, you probably don't care. But ball for the oh, I, as, a, as a receiver, I hated playing in the rain and all that. But like watching it, I like I like to have the weather play a play a something. You're going to have kids one day, and they're going to play in horrible weather, and you're going to be like, this is awful. Tough, you're going to be like, enough. this is football weather. Go out there and play. But, like, Dad, I, they're not going to give me the ball. Like, I, you're going to be like, I don't care. Get out there. They're going to have to toughen up. They're like, that's football weather. That's it's football weather, boys. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It's fun to watch, I guess. If you ain't got nothing better to do, you can be out there. Like, uh, what was Farmer? What was the Farmer on? Uh, Farmer Friend. Farmer Friend on uh, uh, Waterboy. He's out there, you know, yeah. football weather. Kind of stuff. He's the Odo. Maybe you can be like Farmer Fran in the stands just yelling crazy stuff. You can be your Coach O guy. But that being said, I think, like you said, when it's a little chilly, if, if it gets to 40 or, or 30 and it's cold, that's okay. If it's raining, let's just postpone it till next time. Let's have it a few days later. What about snow? You don't like snow games? Is it a blizzard or is it just like flurries? Snow, you can see snow on the field. No, postpone next week. No. Play next week. That's just my opinion, though. I, I want to see points and I want the – I want to – because I'm a wide receiver and I'm, like, sensitive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to play I indoors. Too, like, they're, they're getting paid to do this, so they can, they can tough it out. What about the high schoolers? Kyle has to work out in this weather. Shoot. High schoolers. Kyle – never. we ain't going to get in that. High school, what about the high schoolers? <laughs> the, railroader, the railroaders don't get to, like, call it a day if it snows you know what, or rains. You rain. know what the railroaders say if it's 20 degrees outside snowing? What's that? I'm going to stay in the truck. Nah, no. <laughs> I, I knew. No. I didn't want to say it, but I knew. That's what it was. No. Uh, 75 and sunny. That's a railroad sound. That's a railroad way. It don't matter what it is, it's always 75 and sunny. It's completely not true. Literally, for years, <laughs> Kyle didn't work from November to March. Like, talk about he needed, man, man, uh, the fair weather fan guy. Talk about Kyle. Love, loves, the, <laughs> loves the tough weather out He's here. A boys. Man. 
All right, our last segment of the week. Kyle's been on a hot streak. I don't know. Do you want to give your picks out, or do you like to wait? Uh, I got to wait. I, it just, like, I can't just – I don't really have nothing right now. It's got to come to me. Like, it's just got to come to me. I figured that's what it was because you seem to be a spur-of-the-moment kind of guy. You're like, yeah, I like this one. I like the way it looks. I don't yeah. know what about it. But anyway, Wes, you got to have three. No, four. You need one more. Yeah, four. What's your best – your uh, pick of the week? You're currently six and two. You're having a good, good season so far. So, what's your four picks for this week? I didn't know I had to have four, but I got three for you right, right. now. Louisville, Friday night, at home versus Florida State. Florida State ain't played in two weeks, basically, since they beat LSU. They honestly probably should have lost that game, but somehow they pulled it out. And I think they're probably still riding that high of beating LSU. They'll probably think, oh, we're we're the best team ever, and I think Louisville might smoke them. Uh, game number two, Penn State at Auburn. Auburn struggled last week. I watched that game. They looked terrible against San Jose State, which is crazy to say. They're plus three at home against Penn State. I like that one. You like Auburn? I like Auburn plus three. No, Penn State. No, no. That's a cult. Just means more. My last bet. It's the late game. Y'all might have to stay up late for this. It's USC versus Fresno. USC versus Fresno, over-under is, I think it's like 74 now. Oh, I got it at 71 and a half. Over or under? Over. Oh. USC cannot stop a nosebleed, and their offense is the real deal. Caleb Williams is. He's going to win the Heisman. That, the quarterback's going to win the Heisman. Uh, pick number four. You can, do, can we go NFL? You can do NFL. Well, I don't know NFL. I really. I'll just give you uh, 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 Steelers Patriots. I looked at this one. The Patriots are favored somehow by one and a half, and it's at the Steelers. That can't be right. I promise. I'm going to take Steelers. You got to take the Steelers, don't you? Hey, but is that a, that's a trap, though, ain't it? Yeah, that's a bull, that's a, that's what we call in the stock market a uh, uh, a bear trap. It's a bear trap. So that's like a questionable pick. You might change it. We'll give you a day to think about it because we usually put this out on Thursday. So if you change it tomorrow, I'll tweet it out. Follow us on Twitter, Noble Sports. Um, Wes might change the Steelers pick, but currently he has UofL plus two and a half, Auburn plus three, USC, University of Southern Cal, not South Carolina, over, and Steelers currently plus one. We'll see if that sticks or he might change it going forward. Boys, been a good show. Thanks for y'all coming to Hazard, making it easy on me, not having to drive. Me and Jordan's going to – Hey, defense travels. That's absolutely right. we got the great number one defender right here, Wes Noble, first team all defense. Wes, good seeing you as always. What are you up doing on here? What would you all eat at Applebee's? Uh, I got the uh, – what do I get? Shrimp, yeah. shrimp and Parmesan steak. Yeah. Shrimp medium and steak. Well. Can't pick – medium rare. That's a good, good way to cook it. I know Doug likes it done, yeah. well done. You lose all the taste when you do that. It's not, it's not even juicy if it's well done. You got to get it medium at least, or medium rare, but medium for sure. Uh, I got some Cajun shrimp and chicken with some mashed potatoes, along with some uh, buffalo wings for an appetizer. Yeah. Also, we're gonna do one more thing before we go. <clears throat> I'll go first. I want to hear if you all could tell me one conspiracy theory that was definitely true. Which? What would it be, and why? I'll go first. You two can think about it. 
I think 1,000% aliens are real. That's a given. Like, you know, they were going to re- release stuff about it. They haven't. It's just hard to believe out of everything, out of, you know, the entire universe, there's only one planet with uh, life on it. I think for sure, maybe somewhere out there, there's got to be something besides this. Also, there's all these, con- you know, conspiracy theory. We're talking about most conspiracy theories. Uh, what's in that place in Las, Las Nevada? What is it? Underground Area 51. Area 51. Area 51, yeah. all that, those underground uh, labs and stuff. There's got to be something out Bob there. Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. I don't know if he's, if he's legit or not. I don't know if he's not. full of crap or not, but it, he, he makes a convincing story, but I, I really don't know. Very convincing. So that's my number one conspiracy theory that has to be real is aliens. Do you want to go first? Or you want Kyle to go first? I'll go first. All right, Wes, let's give your most convincing conspiracy theory. I'm going to go off the grid here. Y'all might think I'm crazy. I think the 1985... NBA lottery was fixed for the New York Knicks. Patrick Ewan got the first. They gave Patrick Ewan to the Knicks. That was the first year they had the lottery, by the way. Was it 1985? I don't know. That's something I have to look up. It was fixed for the Knicks. I've seen a video. David Stern, they froze the envelope. So whatever envelope he picked up, it was the coldest one. He picked it up. He's like, all right, we got to get the Knicks a good player here. Because Knicks, the biggest market, they had to have a good player. And they wanted Patrick Ewing go to Knicks, and that's what happened. There you go. I, th- I thought Wes was going to go off no. the grid here. I can't believe that's what he said. Anyway. I'm not going crazy. Maybe next time, boys, we'll get Wes's real talk. One day, Noble Sports After Dark, and we got you, Jordan, Doug on here. We'll get it all going. <laughs> Kyle, what's your, what's your most convincing conspiracy theory? I'm going to stay in the box. It's a big conspiracy theory, but uh, Dogman in Ohio. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, I'm sorry. Whoa, well, no, I'm talking about Dogman. Not Wolfman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dog, yeah, there's Dogman. Dog, dog Man. Oklahoma. Uh, I think he's out there. He's roaming these hills, barking at the moon. And Okay, I don't know who the Dog Man is, so why don't you give me a little bit more than just there's a Dog Man. Is he like Bigfoot? Like, who is this guy? No, he's, he's, he's Dog Man. You, you'll, have to, you'll have to Google him. Is he a Chupacabra? No. He's his own breed. Is he a werewolf? He, no, Dog Man. Somewhat werewolf. Okay, there you have it, boys. NBA lottery, aliens, and dog man. They got to be real. <laughs> One of those three conspiracy theories is definitely factual. You can go with wherever you want. You might put a poll out and see which one you believe. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll do this again in a couple weeks. Breath it. I think they're on by next week. Maybe the week before they play Middlesbrough, we might get another one in. Anyway, shout out to our sponsors, Car Forks Marina, Bobby D Trucking, and Kelsey's on Main. Appreciate y'all and what y'all do for us. Anyway, this is uh, Wes Noble, Kyle Huff, and Nick Noble signing off.